Hi, this is Lorianne Gibson, and I just finished my interview with Hollywood Unlocked Uncensored. You guys have to watch because me, Unlocked and Uncensored, I was really nervous. But I love Jason Lee, and I love Melissa Ford. This is a vibe. It's a vibe thing. It's uncut. It's real. I dropped some jewels. Just the beginning of the jewels dropping. So you need to watch it. Because I was comfortable letting some shit hang out. What up, everybody? This is Jason Lee, and this is Hollywood Unlocked Uncensored. And I'm Melissa Ford, a.k.a. The Curve Queen. Yo, what's up? It's your boy Giovanni Hola. And we are back, the three of us <laughs> together. It feels so good. <laughs> it's nice to be back. Wait, good to happened, see you. What happened to your shades? I thought you were going to... Oh, were my Jason, Jason Lee shit. Yeah, well, no, don't Jason. put them on now. Oh. We've seen how fucked yeah, up you, you look. You've ruined the experience. <laughs> yeah. First of all, I come in like a rock star. <laughs> <laughs> I just go out like a bag lady. <laughs> Yo, I'm sorry for being late today, man. My alarm clock didn't go off. And um, yeah, I'm a little I'm a little late today. And that's you're what I like. But you're always like super early. Yeah, yeah. So you, you get a pass. It's your first time being late. But uh, you actually look younger today. <laughs> Uh, you look 37-ish, 36. God damn. <laughs> well, listen, I have to get a haircut, man. You know, I got to get a haircut sometime. A haircut will change everything. It will. Before we get into our weekend recap, I have to tell you how distraught I am. This week, I had a, re- I had a nervous breakdown. Really? It was a delayed mm-hmm. reaction, though. You look fabulous. fabulous. Do I really? For, look for having a nervous breakdown. What happened? I'm not 50. I'm getting ready to be 40. <laughs> was that why? Jay-Z cheated on Beyonce. I what? mean, I know Lemonade kind of let us think that he may have. I know Solange whooping that ass in the in the elevator let us know that there was a billion dollar problem, but he has confirmed it on his album, and I am fucking pissed. Well, she what? knew that. No, 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 no. This motherfucker said that the reason why she was having a bunch of stillborns was because he wasn't there, meaning he was absent because he was having menage a trois with these other chicks. Like, Damn. but this is the, I'm going to say people hate me. They go on their comments. And they say, oh, Jason, this is what? If you listen to me, I swear to God, I'm telling you the gospel. Men ain't shit. To all women listening, men ain't listen, shit. If Jay-Z cheating on Beyonce, I'm sorry, ladies, it's no chance for you. That's what I said. <laughs> okay, listen. That's most just, women, That's just not true. I have five, Let me tell you why. Okay. Mm-hmm. But see, you're... Okay, so these are our roles. Mm-hmm. You're denial. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm the fucking truth. And you're just going to be the nigga that don't want me to put all the shit out because other niggas is going to reap, ben, uh, reap the, uh, the bad... Whatever the bad shit is. Man, not a benefit. Right. If... You're a woman listening right now. You get up every day. You spend probably, what, 30 minutes to an hour getting yourself ready, mm. pulling out the right clothes, making sure that your skin tone has the right cocoa butter, or in your case, body butter, mm-hmm. and fucking hair has to be twisted so that way when you take it out, you got the little crimpy look. The cr- then the makeup <laughs> got to be perfect, and then your ass got to look right, so uh-huh. you got to make sure if you... It's, of- tough, it's tough being a woman, yes. Okay. Yes, round so that, there's yeah. a lot of preparation that goes into yes. being perfect. Yes. Mm-hmm. And even then in your own world, you're not all the way perfect because everybody has some insecurity about something, right? Uh Yes. Here's Beyonce, the pinnacle of almost perfection mm-hmm. Man, that's in everything. Mm-hmm. Two twins born early, got little blue running around, mm-hmm. doing everything to make your man who's a little elderly look hot too. Because mm-hmm. as much as he gave her swag, she made that motherfucker really relevant. That's <laughs> crazy. And he's still fucking bitches. I mean, it's Jay-Z, man. What you expect? Wait, wait, wait. He's still fucking bitches. Yeah. And she okay with it. And these are bitches that I'm sure ain't nowhere okay. near him. You know why? Because niggas no, she's not okay ain't with it. shit. Okay, first of all, I take that back. You, you, you okay. got to take that back I, because okay you are not it. in Beyonce's not head. Okay you cannot say what she's okay with. I mean, she made a wait, whole fucking album. Time. She made a whole fucking album devoted to the fact that she was not okay with what he did. 
That's number one. Number two, men are as faithful as their options. Jay-Z has a whole lot of options, regardless of the fact that his wife is Beyonce. And three, no matter how much you want to think that she's perfect, the beehive don't come for me. I, I love her. I think she's fucking awesome. But nobody is perfect. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And what's that thing? What's that? How did Chris Rock put it? He was just like... She could be a Ritz cracker, but a, but to some motherfucker, she's a saltine. Like mm. it's like it's repetitive. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just. But on Jay Z's song four four four, which I'm telling you, you must hear. <laughs> mm-hmm. He is saying that he took the innocence from her. That he has seen her become cold to him and to love, basically because he wasn't ready to be a hundred percent. Yeah, he is telling everybody to li- listen to Jay Z. He's not just the best storyteller. He is fucking telling you. The story of men across this he world. Should have named I don't, his album Kool Aid. I don't know. Listen, I don't know nothing about all that. What I know is Man's that version. if if a man will cheat on Beyonce or Halle Berry, I mean Halle Berry, she, she a little crazy, but <laughs> from what I heard, I don't know. I like. But Halle. that's the thing is, like the rumor persists that Halle Berry is crazy, and. I'm sorry, let's just play devil's advocate. Who do you think has perpetuated that rumor? Perhaps the men in her life because they don't want to own up to the responsibility of their fucking actions, their shortcomings. Like that really gets on my nerves. Like it's because the reality of the situation is women are always blamed for everything. You know, we're blamed for why men step out on us. We're blamed for just just about everything. You know, it's it's. I'm it's, actually not blaming you right no, now. No, no, no. I'm I, telling I, you the problem. No, I know. I know that men ain't shit. Okay. It's true. But here's the thing is I'm going to go on the flip side and say that not all men are, are shit. But the problem. I know guys. I know guys that would rather die, step in front of a car than cheat on their woman. They would rather end the relationship than cheat on their woman. There is a lot of really okay. good guys But let me say there. this. You're the reason why men feel it's okay to cheat on bitches. No, 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 no. I don't give a motherfucker a pass. Don't ever get that shit twisted. And Not for, that you give him a pass, and, but you're giving him an excuse right now because I'm trying to tell you, think about Halle Berry, for mm-hmm. example, right? And you've you've had different relationships mm-hmm. with men over your 20, mm-hmm. 21 years of mm-hmm. life. Yeah, yeah, 21 plus. I'm shaving a couple years yeah, off. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. David Justice mm-hmm. beating her ass, mm-hmm. cheating on her. Mm-hmm. Eric Benet. Wesley Snipes. Serial dick running through the world. Yes. <laughs> cheating on her. right. And who was her other marriage? Wesley, she was married to somebody. Uh, what, uh, Olivier Martinez. Beating her ex-boyfriend ass and probably cheating on her too. We who don't. knows what's going on? But the, but the point of it all is that men ain't shit. So, and when women accept that, if you accept that a man ain't shit, you'll boss up and get on your boss shit and drop your own lemonade experience and get your own money. Okay, so hold on. So David, Just, so Halle Berry is at fault for David Justice beating the shit out of her. Halle Berry is at fault for Eric Benet and his, you know, him not being I able to. I didn't say she's at fault. That's the. I'm saying that men ain't shit. Those are the experiences where they weren't shit. You cannot. Where, men, where women allow men to continue to be so, shit so is by making excuses you want to know what happens when you become a woman who who tries to acknowledge or or have the attitude of i'm gonna get you before you get me i'm gonna play you before you play me blah 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 you're you jaded and you're bitter that's what the fuck happens it's a, it is a lose-lose situation whether or not you want to decide i'm going to trust you as an individual i'm not going to take my louis vuitton luggage into this relationship or i'm going to be like let me black china the fucking situation and be a total fucking savage and you man, are a loser no matter motherfucking what you are letting some shit off your chest right now I, I'm, in my mind i'm trying to go through the file of men she been with to see which nigga just inspired that last second yeah. but let me say this though even it. even if it's not that okay i I think that 
Black China, because she did that to my homeboy, I ain't going to go there and say she whatever. But I feel like she bossed up on him the way that men boss up on men boss up in a different way with women. Mm-hmm. Men boss up on women in a very mind manipulating way. Right. Yeah, right. Because like you, you know, you, you know, you could play a woman a little easier than you. But then a woman could play a man, I think, for sure. I don't know. It depends what type of woman. Because men it is. ain't shit. They got the ain't shit skills. They went to ain't shit college. These <laughs> niggas got the ain't shit scholarships. That's hilarious. I'm just saying. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I'm not going to sit here and lie and say yeah. that a bunch of me and my girlfriends from all walks of life, all colors, shapes, sizes, ages, whatever, do not have similar experiences with men mistreating us. However, however, there is a point in which personal responsibility takes shape here where mm-hmm. you. It's up to you whether or not you're going to continue to allow yourself to be treated in that way and then learn from those lessons, move into the next relationship and know exactly what to look for. I've dated en- enough don't wants to know exactly what I do want. Okay, so Floyd, Floyd Mayweather can't be here and I know I'm going to say his name at some point in the show so I'm just going to start now. now. He's watching on live and he wanted me to hey, say, Floyd. he didn't want me to say this but I'm going to throw his ass under the buzz. Okay, Floyd at least tells every woman in his life, which is, uh, I mean, there's like a squad now. I don't know how they, I've been, I've been, I've been around in a week or two, so it could, it could be up to 20 now. Right. right? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry for it. Uh, but they all know about each other and they all know the situation. They know the world. So I've always said, when you go into the movie theater and you know, the director yeah. and you know, his, his IMDB. Yeah. And you know what the movie is. Yeah. You've seen the rolling credits. You yeah. kind of know what you sign up for. You got to yeah. accept it. Yeah. How many men in relation to what Floyd is doing with his women are doing that? None. Not, very not, few. Not, yeah. Very, now, ben, very, very now, few. Now, Benzino was here last week and he said uh, Floyd can do that because um, a king, he's the king. Mm-hmm. He has the money. Mm-hmm. And the money and the king, You all the women want to serve the king. Mm-hmm. I don't know about all that because, you know, I'm a king in my own right. But I guess what I'm trying to say is. You got is, hoes and area codes, motherfucker. <laughs> You got a lot of hoes. Not really. My whole list is going down. That's good. I'm turning 40. Fuck <laughs> but the point is, is that I don't think it's just a money thing. I think it's a mentality thing. I think that if most men would just own up that they ain't shit and most women could accept that they ain't going to be shit, we could all live in a happier place. That's not the that that goes against just the whole idea of the way women think. Here's this here's a little tidbit of information for you guys. Oh, Floyd said women ain't shit either. And he said women are worse. Yeah, and they're, <laughs> Sorry, the, they're the best cheaters. We we are. We you are. You be on the phone with your side yeah. nigga right next to your man. Until you lay up in your man's bed with a Versace robe on and let the other nigga wear the Versace robe that you bought. Come on, they sloppy. Men could at least get away no, with No, 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 no. That was her wanting smarter. everybody to see what was going on. You guys will see what we want you to see and you won't see what you don't want us to see. Like, it's crazy what we can get away with and what you guys are completely oblivious to. Mm-hmm. And here's the other well, thing. Well, you know how many women I let play me? Zero. Uh, <laughs> fucking asshole. <laughs> but here's the thing. You guys think that you guys, that you have the bigger egos. You really don't. We have way bigger egos than you. That is why the whole idea of letting a man cheat doesn't work for us okay. because we want to be the only one. <laughs> no, the love of your life. Listen, like I, I don't know the end all and be all. I don't know what script you're reading right now, <laughs> but you are in character like a motherfucker. I, I mean, there's a lot of relationships out there where people have mutual agreements like, I feel like T.I. and Tiny, like, that's a prime example. Like, I felt like, you know, she had 
some right. She had some known in her mind knowing he was out there cheating. She chose to stay and okay. then she chose to get fed up. We've said Floyd, Tiny, and T.I. in the same segment. That's I think it's, hilarious. I feel like we're going down a slippery slope <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and, our, and we're going to balance out Ooh, this so group. Slippery. We're going to balance out this group with our guest, Lorianne Gibson, who just walked in the building. Yes. Yes. And you were saying she's a fellow. Fellow Canuck. What is that? What is Canadian. That? Oh, are you Canadian? Toronto. Yes, born Toronto. and raised in Toronto. Mm-hmm. T dot. Mm-hmm. You know I didn't I mean? know that. We came yeah. from the same place, same yes. water. That's why we so fine. Okay. <laughs> I mean, so let I me be, so let me be clear. Not Boom. only because. <laughs> not only because you never know which Lorianne you're going to get, and you can't go reckless. We love that about you. Mm-hmm. Reckless, good. Reckless is the new good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Reckless. But the thing I love about Lorianne, no matter what party I go into, it could be Puff's house. It could be. The fucking hole in the wall down the street, it, anywhere. Oh, she's getting time. it started. If she's dancing mm-hmm. on the dance floor, you know it's going to be a good night. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yep. Happy belated birthday, by the way. Thank you. Oh, I wow. love the Lord. She's, she's a cancer, cancer season. Oh. What was your birthday? Uh, hi, Chloe. July fourteenth. Yes, July 14th. down Bastille mm-hmm. Day. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, French is Independence. Okay, so we have you here. We were just having a hot topic discussion about niggas ain't shit, and oh. that that was <laughs> I kind of started that because <laughs> I've I just. I'm late because I'm so busy, but I did get to the uh, Jay-Z album yes. and I heard the 444 mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I had to sit with it mm-hmm. uh, because I'm a, I'm a member of the Beehive, a proud member of the Beehive. Mm-hmm. And the whole Lemonade thing, we knew something happened. We didn't know what happened, mm-hmm. but then listen to 444. I mean, I'm like, I was on some fuck Jay-Z shit this weekend, but I'm back now. I'm back to reality. He came out with his truth, so he's mad about Jay-Z. So my point spelling. is we got into a truth. whole debate. I said, niggas ain't shit. She said, that's not fair because there are some good men yeah. out there. And he's I'm staying shit. neutral because he don't know where the conversation's going. <laughs> because he's one here. of those good guys. Thank you. He does not cheat on his girl. I don't. His dick's on the internet, though, so something happened. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Boom Cag is kind of legendary because I don't usually have the opportunity, and that's why I do love Hollywood Unlocked and what you guys are doing. Thank you. It's very, very, you know, incredible and just, you know, to reach some tastemakers who generally don't get a voice or a chance to communicate. However, <laughs> uh, ain't, because no, I hate the N-word. Oh, you know, I wish it would retire. That's just, you know, mother boom cack. You know, I, <laughs> I think that Culturally speaking, we just have to change the conversation because niggas are shit. I mean, I love my black man. I love being black. I'm saying the choices they make may mm-hmm. not be good. That mm-hmm. part. But to continue to identify it with, um, you know, the color of our skin or, or obviously uh, the fact that out the gate we are challenged with the opportunity and we continue to have to restructure how oh, our image so is seen mm-hmm. and how, you know, the black love is recognized. And, you know, as a woman who loves as a black woman, you know, I really love the way I love a man, you know, as strong as I do, as, as legitimate as I do, as ride or die as I do. And you know what? I, I just need all artists to restructure their conversation. Do you think in it's particular? Think it, I need some. I need. I need some R and B cats to come out and sing mm-hmm. something more romantic. <laughs> I, I mean, more I just, about I embracing I love. I just went to with see one part. I just went to see genuine. I just went to see genuine the other night, and I it just reminded me of like when R and B music just made you feel a certain way about loving Jodeci, somebody. Yeah. How about music supposed to make you do that? Yeah. And I, I mean, I just don't know when we stopped. I do know when we stopped, when we bought into the idea that we weren't worth the melody that's in our soul and all of these artists are just now. You better preach, girl. Damn, that was a Michael Jackson-ass reply. I love that. Hey. 
melody oh, in our souls. Righty, I man. love that. <laughs> and, and just so I, I'm clear, because people, I, I too, we too dip, typically don't use the word nigga up here. And when mm-hmm. I say nigga, I mean all men. I ain't talking about nigga. black. Oh men. yeah, because right. we, we, we clarify, <laughs> nigga is a state of mind. Yeah, you know, it's, 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 it's not a color. Women. It's, a, it's no, a, absolutely. Yeah, it, it's I know a, where I am in yeah, modern yeah. day and yeah. in society, and obviously, you know, <laughs> listen. I personally would just love to retire the word only because of where it came from and right. the actual backs of the people that had to do what they had to do and were held back. And historically, that word has drawn so much negativity and people are still recovering. I mean, I don't know whether you want to act like it or not, but yeah, being black in America, they're still recovering. I just saw Detroit had a really hard time seeing it. Don't you go with your white I went friends. to the screening. I saw it too. <laughs> wasn't it? Wasn't it difficult? Like I'm like, yeah. there was because there was a cocktail party afterwards. I was like, so we're just supposed to go clink glasses <laughs> and, like and drink you guys? wine with yeah. white people? Yeah. Well, I was a little. I was very conflicted. Listen, you're working with Puff, and you've been working with Puff yeah. for years, and he's opened up the school in Harlem. And today is the three year anniversary of Mike Brown's death. So, yes. like, how? Let's speak about how important it is that we like wrap our arms around young black and men and people of color to be mm-hmm. able to uplift them and show them, I think, the way, right? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. how we can support them. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's just about, you know, really expecting more from our artists, from those that are in the public, mm-hmm. you know, to really say, if this is just entertainment, let it be entertainment. Balance out those albums, balance out what you put into your show, how you get on that stage and be a reflection of your message. Like there's so much mediocrity going on and they're okay with it because they feel like my bills are paid mm-hmm. but you know you, you never be blessed for out uh, reason and purpose that's just law yeah. those are facts right there so if you moving around just talking about what you got you ain't even living you just walking dead and waiting for the moment for you to deflate and get on the train that goes the other way down you know what I'm saying Damn. like it's real it's like you got to understand that when you come up, it's to do something with the come up. And that was mm-hmm. what hip hop was all yeah. about. You know, I don't mm-hmm. ever remember being so angry. We were always like, all right, healthy competition, yeah. but raise everybody. And if you were whack, you were just whack. And we didn't have a problem saying that. That's Puff Daddy. You know, that's obviously <laughs> oh, the I'm, training. I'm feeling it. Right. <laughs> we were crushed in a room. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but we didn't get in our feelings and then diabolically try to assassinate another woman or man of color. You know, I'm Canadian. You know that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. my nephew here, my nephew's yeah. white, my other nephew's It's oh, in our DNA yes, to be yes. nice. When you said my nephew's in the building, I thought you were talking about him. him? Both of them. Both oh, of them are shit. my nephews. Welcome yeah, to the yeah. show. Jeff Volley. <laughs> so, and Boom Cat Mom, makeup artist. And and actually, the first artist I'm managing yeah. at Valley is Superstar, yeah, independent. Was, was she right performing now? at the uh, taping that I came to the other day and I didn't yes, make it? I know. I was there, though. I was He saw me. I was there. I know. Thank you so much. Listen, that Dude, that day was crazy as hell, but I told my people we got to pull. I had sweats on, but I, I said, "Fuck, I don't know if I'm looking right, but I'm gonna at least come." I did come. Let me just because tell you, out of that everybody, means so much yeah. to me, and also because I know that you guys have such a hold, and it's only gonna get bigger on the younger generation. Mm. You know what I mean? That I just always try to encourage you at where you are, the responsibility of that, and yeah, have the fun still. But listen, I'm you know. telling you, I, I know a lot of people out here, not as many as you, but there's very few people that I actually like as friends because I, I think in this in, I think in this city you can become emotionally vacant mm-hmm. renting out rooms to people that don't deserve it hilarious mm-hmm. and I learned a long time ago I've been bad I've been betrayed you know from Stockton California it's a little rough little city up north where you know we shoot people that betray us so I come to this city mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm either your friend or I'm your enemy right. right the thing about you you know you have to spend time showing respect to people who 
bring light to your life. I know every That's time just every time I see her, I mean it could be it could be a couple seconds or whatever minutes, mm-hmm. but it's always positive energy. Yeah. yeah. Out of all the artists we I work with, that. like choreographers, like I will say Lorianne was one of my absolute favorites. She gave me a job with Luther Brown and we had an amazing time in those rehearsals because her energy was just filling up the room. Remember that job you did? I do remember. <laughs> it was, and you're amazing. And you're, lo- you're, you're multi-talented. Thank you, know you baby. And like I loved I love working with you because I loved looking at you in rehearsals. That's something you never knew. Oh. Really? Yeah. Where, where does the intensity come from? Because even at Puff's house the last time we were there, love. you, her, and yeah. Erica Mena were dancing to some merengue or whatever. <laughs> And she I, brings it out of yeah, me, you she, know what I'm yeah, saying? I've never By seen the her way, mad. you look so beautiful. Thank She's you. like a can so of cocoa fancy. butter, don't she? I'm really so happy. Where does the intensity come from? The intensity comes from the, Life. the passion. I mean, you mm-hmm. got to remember, I'm like, i am got the gift of dance, you know? Give God all the glory and honor, and that's really, truly true. But I have a gift that will stop the energy in a room. I dance like David. I have Spirit the Michael David. Jackson... Mm-hmm eight count in me like passion is what it takes to be great like this semi mediocre mediocre conversation that these new artists are having like it's okay that you're not moving the atmosphere when you're on stage that you're not igniting a decision in people when they leave your concert is garbage like I can't just turn my gift down I just got something it just doesn't I I mean they should be ashamed of themselves I I mean I just it's either I'm just saying, no. I'm the queen of dance. What? I'm, no, I'm supposed to be a wallflower so if just, the beat is hot? So I just got something. <laughs> yeah. Is this the reason why Lady Gaga fell off then? Because that's when you because were there. you're not a Wait, part. Wait, I mean, I'm going to say this so I could take all the heat. Dang, we when, when you were with Lady Gaga, I mean, we talking about bitches. Boom, cash. Hanging, I mean, it was just a, it was a movie. Like, I feel yes. like when, I you, see a, when you see a Beyonce show, you're watching a movie. Yes. I told Ashley Everett the other day, I said, mm-hmm. listen. I only take people with me to see Beyonce who have never seen her show. Mm-hmm. Because if you want to be inspired by dance and music, you got to see something like that. Right. A Bad Boy Reunion, mm-hmm. uh, Lady Gaga a few Lost years ago. Mm-hmm. What happened? You you left her out there. She just, what's she doing now? Yeah, I won't, yeah. I mean, it's a long, it's very complicated. I've never spoken about it. Um, and I do have my own show coming out on Lifetime where I do address it. Um, there are, you know, the conversations of loyalty. There is a conversation that, you know, don't many people don't know that I met her unsigned, you know, before she recorded Just Dance. I developed her wow. for years, um, you know, before all the music was made, when no one was looking. When she was and Stephanie. For me, yeah. Well, the, the thing is, I, I just recently was fired from making the band mm-hmm. with Puff Daddy. Back then, yeah. And I was like, I don't want to work with any black people. <laughs> Stupid that's me. real shit but, and that's, that's how shit. I said it not that it was right but I was just like <laughs> you know because it was difficult for them to understand my gift and my vision and so I um, got a call from Vincent Herbert and he said you know I have this artist she just got dropped from LA Reed and you know can you take a meeting with her and I was doing Alicia Keys at the time and she walked into my rehearsal and I was like oh, brown hair and I was like oh my god Vincent are you joking? Like, what? <laughs> what am I like, gonna do with is this? Some crazy white girl, like, tri- like, what? Hello, brother. Am I just doing you a favor, kind of thing? <laughs> Here I go. Josh, stop me at any given moment. No, but, Josh, um, stay on your you phone. You know, so <laughs> you're doing great. Keep talking. <laughs> and and I'm so glad I'm with you guys because it's all love. You know, it's difficult it to talk about. But the thing is, um, I 
saw someone that was, you know, broken. When you, when you are have a dream and you really know that if you don't acquire this dream that you're going to cease to exist, it's a different kind of pain, different kind of hope that comes from an artist's eyes. And I was in the same place. I'm truly an artist myself. So when I see that, what I do is fight for an artist. I pull a vision out. And it's very difficult when you're the one carrying the vision, even when the artist can't see it or nobody around them sees it. So, you know, she was fearless enough to listen to everything that my gift required and um, uh, and allowed me to be free to create, you know. Um, I wrote The Monster Ball as a, as a young girl, ended up directing it, obviously, on HBO, and I'm an Emmy-nominated director. I directed You and I and, and did every single dance step. And I'm happy that you can see it on the Super Bowl, you that know, was mm-hmm. even though I was in a hotel room watching it. Mm-hmm. I was, myself, I was at it was the Super Bowl. Difficult. It was amazing. Yeah. Um, but, um, and that doesn't very happen in your lifetime that you will actually get to see your body of work redone. You know, I would have liked to have directed it, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. myself, but I've never seen, you know, pride is interesting in artists. I think when this business gets you to a certain place, the fame is a drug Mm -hmm. and there's actually a time where you see the drug operate and you have a moment to make a decision as an artist. And if you drink that Kool-Aid and if you take on that, drug of fame, you're going to have to live that out. And I think that, you know, some artists lose their way. Mm -hmm. And I'm not a yes again, I call it. So, you know, it got sticky to um, be oppressed, to be a black woman behind a white female and not be recognized. Uh, yes, or have the freedom to continue to do what I did every day, creatively, every show, every step, and have the respect. And so I couldn't fight anymore. I couldn't mm-hmm. fight everyone that was intimidated yes. or affected mm. by my gift and the fact that I'm a black woman and the fact that I'm not going to say yes when it's not right. I'm not going to allow my artist to set the pussy on fire. What do you want to do? You know what I mean? I'm just not going to do that. I'm going to be like, no, you sound crazy. We can't do that, but we can do this, right? You want to do that, but you can do this. I'll let mama figure it out, you know? She so said set I your pussy on fire. I, once you, I believe once she you stop my collaboration from being able to be honest, then I have to leave. And I just, uh, and there you have it. Mm. And this is the first time you've even spoke on it. Yeah. And I, I mean, on my show, I cover it cause it makes mm-hmm. me very uncomfortable and I kind of don't want to be emotional but, about but, it but, right but I now, love but it's loyalty, you know, yeah. and that's why I love puff and, you know, the evidence of loyalty is very important to me because it would be one thing if you don't do your job, if you don't show up, if you don't continue to deliver creative that, the monsters love that the world was and other artists were inspired by. If you didn't stay up for three days in a row, if you drop the ball in any way, then please hand me my pink slip. But when you are, you know, Emmy nominated directing, when you're writing the monster ball, you're directing you and I, when you're continuing to evolve creative and maintain an artist in that number one spot, that's something that should not only be respected, but should be talked about. So I was at an office the other day talking about talking to an artist manager, not going to say her name, but she's a huge international star and i feel like she's a little too far off the ground now you know because there it, it, it happens listen because i'm gonna tell because i'm gonna tell you this is why i tell people mm. you know in the black community folks will use the black blogs to mm-hmm. get there mm-hmm. then once you get the 
But then once Ellen wants you on the show and mm-hmm. other people start to touch you, you mm-hmm. can't talk to these people no more because you made it. Mm-hmm. And I think That's there's, happening. I think there's, no, listen, <laughs> I think there's so much power in words. And when you say I've made it when white people accept you, that is like some type of slavery Cult. type shit yeah. that is so deeply Plantation fucked up mentality. in you. Yeah. The thing I like about you, though, is you're not messy. You could be messy. Mm-hmm. It couldn't happen to me. I can't build somebody up to them, fuck me over mm. and think I'm just going to slide to the next check. Mm. Nope. The bitch's receipts is over. I wouldn't be able to do it. Mm. It's okay because I flew, you know, to Big Bang, which I wrote and directed their comeback tour. And obviously they're the biggest K-pop band in the world. And then I came right back there and put Nikki on the Grammy Awards and launched, you know. and But you you can't silence talent. It's not like you got got it on a... Caught up on what you owe me because you don't owe me anything because... Ultimately, the God that I serve and my gift is completely limitless. It's just like unlimited. And I'm just thirsty for those other artists that are still pure hearted and savagery about the message they got to tell the world. And, um, you know, all I have is love. I'm, I'm grateful that I had the opportunity to paint the world. You know what I mean? To find the monster. Yeah. You know, signal to put her in the egg, to evolve this world of freedom because... It, it is, you know, it takes a great uh, record company. It takes great budgets. It takes great visionaries to allow you to It also takes to passion, paint. too. You mm-hmm. got to have passion. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, you know, um, it's just a real conversation for people to have. Don't drink the Kool-Aid because what it appears to be is not necessarily the reward that you want. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Don't drink the When you the can deal with fighting for greatness and respecting people and knowing that it takes a lot to be number one. Not everybody should walk in the room and agree with you every day. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. You know and that's I mean? what I asked about this this person. I said, okay, you work with her. her. Are, you, are you at a point now where you can still tell her, don't go off that cliff and her listen to you? And he said, Psh, never know. Mm. So what yeah. is, is, does the fame... Cause I'm I'm around people that are famous, and I love that I you know can move around a little bit, but I'm not that. Like, does it get to a point to where you put good people around you, but it's easy to just dismiss them? Well, no, you hit the nail right on the head. I've been saying this. I feel like I've said this to you before, Jason. That there is no drug stronger than fame. Once you've gotten a taste of it, and it starts to the worst thing is is when it starts to dissipate. You know mm. what I'm saying? Like it's it's stronger than hair, heroin addiction. It's stronger than coke. It's stronger once you've gotten a taste of fame. That's it's definitely shit. a drug, and I yeah. think there's levels to it. Yes. Yeah. So once you reach another level of it, but you work with the icons. They're, that's what I'm I saying. Mean, once you reach another, another, level, another you know. level of it, it is. I feel it is you know evil, and and, and it is a choice. You want to utilize your platform, but you have to understand that people have made a choice. So now you begin to see the choice that they've made. And what fame does is have you have to make that choice. Mm-hmm. You understand? So now you understand when someone is, I mean, for me, uh, you know, I can't and talk inspiration or creative without acknowledging, you know, that I'm a believer that Christ is ahead of my life, that I understand we're in a warfare, that I understand that the vehicle of art and the power of this microphone can lift my brothers up or can plant a seed of insecurity Mm -hmm. and doubt and 
oh, you know, the white people have uh, it easy and, and not recognize that they're, you know, they, there is privilege, but it's okay. We're not mad at it. We're just saying, can we come together and work a little bit harder and understand what we're facing as a result of where we come? And can our music go back to the quality? Can our artists sustain the work ethic where we have the power to shift a performance and make magic happen and find the new Bob Marley and find the energies that can really permeate and bring hope and change through music and entertainment. No. Well, what do we want to do? Yay. Drink more. Kool-Aid. Yeah, literally. Mm-hmm. <laughs> lean up. Lean it up, guys. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm just an artist, so I'm going to speak from my heart. You know what I'm saying? There has to be a balance, and we've lost that balance. Mm. But uh, if you can no longer tell your artist the truth, then you have made a choice to become a certain type of manager. And yeah, at some point in time, business is part of the conversation. And then maybe it's not. You know, not everybody's a gladiator. Not everybody's meant to change the world. You know what I mean? I'm okay with... I've been... (laughs) Walked out of every door. I'm probably one of the misunderstood, effective people in this business. They still don't know what I do. Most understood, effective... I like that. <laughs> That's deep. You know, we actively have been working to get Lori in here. You're busy. Yes. It's You're booked and busy. It ain't like you're sitting at home with yeah. your feet up. So she was saying that I give the good shade. But the last time you texted me, I texted one word because I was in the middle of something. Like, oh, shit. Like, that. that's going to sound wrong. I'm so actively thoughtful and making sure I'm not sounding shady. No, but and I understand that, but I want you to know that you have to decide to be great and yeah, walk in that and sit true. in that, you know, and then just know when you're dealing with someone and, you know, I feel because I feel the same way about you. Oh, please don't make me feel shady because what I do know. <laughs> but you know what's funny? What's funny is that there was a day where I almost had a nervous breakdown. I never really talked about this. But I was having a meltdown. I was walking somewhere in Hollywood and I felt in me the greatness that I have for yeah. what I do. Yes. Absolutely. But I also felt the fear of really showing it because mm-hmm. of how uncomfortable it will make people feel. And this is, this was my thought. I said, I'm a fucking King. I can say that. But when Kanye says it, he gets murdered by everybody. Cause you can't think about yourself too much without it, without people being able to label you as having these grandiose thoughts of who you are. I can be great. I can live in my greatness. I can say I'm great at what I do. And it was a conversation I had with Floyd a long time ago that I always go back to where he says, thinking that you're number one, feeling that you're number one is a mentality. It's not a fact. It hasn't, doesn't, nobody has to put you on a chart to say you're the best. You have yeah, to but you're it. also doing the work and you do have a natural gift yeah. and that's obvious. Thank you. And there's nothing wrong with speaking into what has been spoken into you. I think you you prepare for when it will be effect, yeah. affect you. Yeah. You will get to Kanye's status and you will have to deal with it and you will remain the same, but also the integrity of how you get there mm-hmm. will be different or not, you know? Or if you don't live in contradiction, then there won't be any reason to feel that flack. Right. I mean, I have no problem with Kanye's confidence yeah. in himself as an artist and a man and a great brother. I'm... You know, that just comes with the territory. But we work in an industry, though. Yeah. And, but first of all, being black, number one, being a woman, number two, and being in this industry, number three, we do 
we do live in a space where people want to dim your light all the yeah, time. Yeah, because mm-hmm. that is a way to divide us. Mm-hmm. Instead of speaking life like I am, like, yeah, you are good at what you do, yeah. which is why where you are right now, not because you're on some extra high, high mm-hmm. and you're, you are, you're going to continue to grow. But I see your greatness right where you are, which is why I'm like, oh. Let me make sure I go, right? So a lot and of people time. are more comfortable talking to you than they are other people that they think they should be talking to, mm-hmm. which is how amazing Rolling Stone articles and intimate interviews were captured and delivered and people feel comfortable. Artists feel comfortable. Again, this word that is so sprinkled everywhere, feel comfortable talking to people. You have that. Mm -hmm. That is a gift. People do come here and say they feel comfortable talking to us. Mm -hmm. It's good. And so as it grows, you have to be very mindful about protecting that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. we we left off talking about Lady Gaga. Where are you all now? Have you spoken to her? Are you friends? Are you in a good place? Well, you have to watch my Lifetime show, which is airing soon. I'm very excited. But um, no, we haven't spoken since the day. I think it was like what five years. Really? Yeah. Mm. That's crazy to me, though. That's crazy. Hmm. But you seem like the type of person that still is a cheerleader for somebody like, like Lady Gaga. Like, even though you guys had a falling out, haven't spoken since, you seem like you're still cheering. You would still be cheerleading somebody's efforts on to grow as an artist. Like she was just recently in um, American Horror Story Hotel, and she won a Glo- Golden Globe for her performance. Did, did you happen to catch that? You know, I think for me, uh, professionally, it's a different part of me. Mm-hmm. Personally, I'm different, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, professionally speaking, I love and am grateful for the work that I've done. And obviously, it still lives on. Poker mm-hmm. Face, Just Dance, you know, Monster Ball. All, all, of all the stuff that we dance to at Coachella, because I ain't going to lie. Joanne went and li- I, I, Listen, I mean, it's just if facts. Beyonce it's come not out bad. tomorrow, it's just facts. Mm-hmm. My work is what it is, yeah. and it was done from scratch. Yeah, mm-hmm. I left. Know? I left her, and it's okay. It's a choice an mm-hmm. artist makes. I'm not mad at it. I'm just glad to not be a part of when an artist isn't doing so well. Mm-hmm. You know, um, because my brand is important to me, and when mm-hmm. people tap into that, whether they tap into the fact that you build an artist up and they did it did it did it and if they go through a life change where their art and their interpretation of that is not so good i definitely don't want to be on that ship mm. you know what i mean so, so when you were doing uh making the band with puff mm-hmm. how did you all decide we just gonna give really our true authentic self and just let it unravel the way they did in for the world because i mean that again good reality tv doesn't always have to be the love and hip hop, yeah. throwing drinks and fighting that was like I remember that captivating show. where yeah. you can see these artists walk in with these dreams of being a star with this mega superstar mm-hmm. artist and this mega superstar choreographer, creative director, but then just the clash of personality and all, like that was great TV. How did you all get to a place where you said, we just going to throw it all out there. Fuck it. Because we had to, it was really reality, but I think we also were okay with the conversation of this is what it takes to be great. Mm-hmm. I mean, nobody was trying to be mediocre mm-hmm. and my task was make a number one band. So when Puff Daddy told me to make a number one band, that is exactly, that is all I knew. Obviously, they cut one part of me, so they saw me screaming at you, but they didn't see me telling you why Mm -hmm. and building 
freaking the climax. Yeah, I custom motto to Mike Tyson, like building the champ. <laughs> but Danity Kane was a number one group. Yeah. Where are they today right. without Mama Cack? I mean, it's just story after story <laughs> after story. And I'm the like, industry girls, really, why? And the industry's not friendly. Like the industry's not all come on. Well, land they make the roses. choice though, yeah. Jason. They drink the Kool Aid yeah. to step aside to not want to have me push them any longer. There comes a time where they don't want to hear their culture's voice. And they have the seat that they're put in as an artist to make a decision. And nine times out of ten, with somebody like myself who where just is the boom cat wants boot it camp? to be greater. <laughs> where is the boom camp? They're like telling their managers, camp. I want to try Her somebody show. else. No, can we start? Where's the boom cat boot camp? That's a different show. It's another that show. Uh-huh. Oh, a boom cat boot camp or a program, something. Because I feel like artists aren't prepared anymore. Boom, they no, get this instant fame, and then it's like, mm. once I'm famous, fuck everybody. I'm getting money. I get twenty thousand a show. That ain't the, the that ain't the real thing. Mm. Yeah. No, and the ones that want the real thing, the beautiful thing about where we are is the ones that know how to find it mm-hmm. will sustain and maintain and make great music and change the world and fulfill their dreams. So I don't know that I am even in a conversation with. Maybe it's a book. Write a book like a training manual. Something that people can refer. I'm just saying. I want 10%. Because you know I was raised by a pack of. Okay. So how did y'all go? So how did you and Puff go from. Fighting. Fighting to like you at the house and you are the. Mary J. Blige. Everybody's at this house, but you're the life of the party. Mm -hmm. How How does that come about? I've always been the life of the party. But that you come back to becoming a life in his party. Well, because I never. <laughs> okay, copy that. L- literal and figuratively, not not the actual physical that was part. Uber. Of it. You get it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I leave it there. I'm good when the interview is great. <laughs> Ooh, you slayed me though, honey. I don't even know if I know how to put my clothes back on. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Brother and I have been on a journey, yeah. a huge journey. But the judges. You can see it on my Lifetime show because he's in the first episode. But also, Can't Stop, Won't Stop, which he exposed a little bit of our relationship. If you haven't seen it, you must see it. I really want to see it. You haven't seen it? I haven't seen it. You guys, nobody up here has seen it? Can I just say this? I'm gagging. Please let me leave. Close my eyes. Let me say this. I actually... Daddy, do you hear that they are up at your house? Puffy, turn the channel. (laughs) I actually went to watch it one day, but I want to watch it when I can sit with it. I, I like Because of what I've heard about it, what Justin has told me about it is that it is like it is it's a critical part of becoming great. And I want to sit with it. I actually pulled no, it up one day on my laptop. No, you have to watch it tonight. Okay. I'm going to watch okay. it tonight. You guys, I, I and I need my shout out in the morning, but you must watch it tonight. It is it is unequivocally unacceptable right now. <laughs> unequivocally <laughs> unacceptable. I, I will watch that. it tonight. I will post on Hollywood Unlocks IG Please. story. I will tag you and Puff. Thanks. I will make it clear that I've watched it. He will be so upset because he's know. thinking you watched it because your hustle is very that. <laughs> And you at his house. Well, well sh- listen. Sh- and sis, you already know the Shame beat down on you. that you're about to get. This is Can't our stop, official. Won't this stop is on a, iTunes right now. This, so is, this is officially the first time the entire show has been read. Bye, guys. <laughs> oh, she let me off. I already saw it. What? Yeah. Did you you know, we, have, we have you a really amazing moment Lies. in okay. the film where okay. that all accumulates. I give you my word. I'm watching yeah, this. Yeah, I will too. It okay. all accumulates. And what is so beautiful about him as a man and coming from that is that, you know, a lot of people can't sustain and stand beside a man like that. And he acknowledges, you know, that behind him is this creative woman and that he calls me the general mm. and he admits that I, 
I've always been the general, mm-hmm. honey. I didn't wait for fame or the applause. I signed up and gave you my authentic self in the beginning. But he, the loyalty and the gratitude I have to that moment is, he's kind of like, come on, y'all. She might be cuckoo. She might be, you know, a lot that we don't understand, which is why we understand that she's necessary. So we had Abby Lee Miller here on the show. Yeah. yeah. Not in this chair. Yeah. No, we did. <laughs> she was in, She was in that yeah. chair. What was going on, Mama? <laughs> she so was she about re- to get sentenced. She's a fan of Hollywood Unlocked. Yeah. It was right before her is. sentencing. She was DMing me. And, you know, at first I was just kind of like, where is this going? Because you ain't really talking about shit. But then she really was, you know, DMing me and followed up. We exchanged information. She said, I really want to come on your show. I feel like I can have a fair interview. I said, well, I mean, I'm a fan of Dance Moms is like... This is just some crazy shit. Crazy. Aren't the mother's cuckoo? So when she came on here, yeah. I thought that, uh, what's the girl's name from Dancing with the Stars? Uh, Cheryl Burke. Yeah. I thought Cheryl Burke was replacing her. I said, well, Lifetime, Terrible say goodbye idea. to your show. The show is on its way out the fucking door. Yeah. Ain't nobody going to watch this girl. She don't want to talk about all the drugs and alcohol she's doing. She's, she's going to be boring. <laughs> but, but you, but you, are you in dance? Are you running? Yes. Okay. okay. Running the show. Listen, listen. listen. Well, so I when I heard. Like four episodes. So listen, when I heard that. I was like, Abby, you might come home from prison and, and not no have job. a job. Exactly. Because now Lifetime got smart. One, you're going to hit all the black folks and white folks. Mm-hmm. You're going to get a real personality in there who's going to give you all of the theatrics and the drama. I don't know. So, so, in substance. So you're taking that now. I can't speak about that just yet. <laughs> <laughs> but what I can check. say is... Um, I thought I was dramatic, like you said. And then I got a call. I was only supposed to do one episode, but because I had already signed my deal for my show coming, <clears throat> I said, well, we yes, let me too. behave and act right and and get it to the conversation with the fans on Lifetime. And I love the kids, and I think that they didn't understand, one, the mothers that I'm Alvin Ailey trained. You know what I mean? I tap, I do ballet. I'm a dancer. You're a dancer. I, I do mm-hmm. everything. So I speak that language very well. Well, I also didn't know how crazy Abby Lee was, honey. What they didn't tell you is that the kids were really traumatized. <laughs> and the things that they couldn't show. And some of it was gouts. Wait, I said, but, she said, what to you, little black girl? <laughs> oh, no. Wait, but what did, Abby, what did you say? She Abby was gangster, Abby, though. Abby was, said she was known for saying that if she didn't make a little kid cry, what? Uh, that she wasn't doing her job. So She's... Yeah. A cuckoo. Yeah. First of oil. You gonna cry, go outside. First of oil. Right. First of oil, I was just gagging. I was like, like, how did she straight gangster this whole dance world? Because she can't dance. I don't know that she's danced. I don't understand the conversation to deposit seeds into the young dancers and the visionaries of this world. You're such a great and interview. <laughs> I was gagging so I was like oh this is amazing if this is a black girl they would have lynched my ass a long time ago if I was doing shit like that you, you, your lifetime would have ran out <laughs> so, did, so, uh, and she wouldn't do a scene with me, which was quite interesting. Well, you're, now, I mean, your competi- your competition, hello. no, I was like baby come let's do a scene, kiss the ring, face off it's all good I don't wait, know. Wait, I only wait, got who's, love who's, in my heart. Who's I don't know kissing whose ring? She, she hurt, hurt. definitely be kissing my ring. <laughs> but I was like, abs. That part. Your hustle is like. Call her abs. But she, she, <laughs> so, so you I mean, she has to go to jail for it. But I'm just like, I was still like, okay, you made a choice, she, honey bunch. She finessed the dance world. 
down <laughs> to the ground and got the coins and hit hit some of them, of but she, she okay. So are you so? And so I wasn't mad at her. I was just like, all right, that is definitely not my judge. Okay, so this is a, hold on. This is a legit question. No shade. Is there actual footage of Abby Lee Miller ever dancing anywhere? Listen, the girl got bad I'm, knees. I'm not gonna go there. I she said her mother like was ever. a dancer. Okay, I'll she say this. She's a trained not dancer. every teacher has to have has to be active with I've had genius choreographers sit in a chair and direct me, right? But that's not what that was. And you could train a police a dog. dog but and not be a dog. Hmm. <laughs> I'm, mm. I'm, not the, I'm not calling the I'm not calling the kids a dog. I'm just saying like I've seen some police dog cha- trainers. Dane okay. Furry, but anyway, okay. So no, I want I, you. You need to be you. You need to be doing what Lorianne Gibson is doing. Like if you're gonna if you're gonna train me to dance, I need the, you to be right there in the shits with me. Okay, so that was, like that, that I can make anybody dance. That was a little shade we talked about earlier. Yeah, that was over okay. though. I love it. Okay, so the new show that you're doing now that I'm mad I didn't get to be a part of because I was. I mean, I had worked up my Lorianne moment. I had worked up how dramatic I was gonna be. May even sing background for your artist. What is the name of the show? <laughs> Well, the working title right now, I can't, am I allowed to say it? I can't. Okay, don't well, don't get say me. it. But I, I'm so Tell here because I'm telling you okay. first. Okay, okay, cool. So that's the only reason why I have to hold back on a few things. So the crux okay. of the show is what? It's amazing. It's a 100% docuseries. They follow my life as a creative director, and um, they're trying to communicate my process, what's in my head, mm. and also what mm. my life is like outside of the eight count, outside mm. of... You know, Puff Daddy's on it, Fantasia's on it, mm. Justine Sky, the list goes on, lots of surprises. Mm. But you follow me behind the madness. Behind the yes. curtains. Behind the curtains. It's interesting, but you also see what my life is like. And that's incredibly vulnerable for me because I don't know that I had to take a I didn't want to go to back to television, but I had to take a moment to try to evolve the conversation mm. for younger artists, especially. I wanted them to see what it takes. I want them to see the process so they are inspired by the process. Because mm-hmm. like you say, Floyd Mayweather, who I'm probably his biggest fan, you guys didn't know that. But mm-hmm. like, oh, well, you know, you Steph Curry, out. anybody, it's like you guys, the process. Mm-hmm. If you can make it through the process, then the promise is guaranteed. You Come know? on now. But so it really inspired me because I'm like, I got to try to inspire these artists. There's so many talented kids out there. Yeah. Right. So I want my label to be the label that brings it back. Like I'm. So what's the name of the label? I don't know, <laughs> but I'm just saying the show is a start. Like if I'm yes. young, I'm on the internet. I'm, mm-hmm. I know I can sing, but there's something ain't right about the way they just throw me out there. Something ain't right when my fans come. I want to say more. I want to do more. I believe in this dream is in my belly. Do I sound crazy? I know I've had a vision, but why does it feel like this? Why do I just feel like a, I'm, I'm in blackface? Like I'm not impacting like I know I was supposed to. This isn't how it was written. And then I'll tell you, you're not wrong. You just got to work on the process. You know what I'm saying? Because it's not easy to get on stage and carry the gift. Mm -hmm. Now, we're just talking about you being mediocre or you being as talented as the greats. Yeah. That's not for everybody. So French Montana mm. followed me on Instagram. And I thought, yes, oh, 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 I thought, oh, I thought, oh my God, somebody's finally acknowledging me. That's so good. He followed you. He's the best. <laughs> he wanted to get to Melissa Ford. Which is great. <laughs> so, 
<laughs> that I night, that? it started. Right. With, it started with. Bling, a, bling. It started with a follow. That night, we were at Puff's house. I mean, I mean, look, and I said, look, and I yeah. said, I said, Liz was getting the check. I said to Melissa, I said, listen, you know, I'm not all about, you know. Making the pussy work for you. If it could work for both of us, let's, My God. let's work it out. Yeah. So Hercules. here we were. You know, the next day we came on the show. We, you know, we we acted as if Puff invited us, right? Diplo was there, <laughs> Boom Cack was there, Mary J was talking to Quincy. Really, it was French wanted to talk to Melissa. I was the bride. Here we are with the bride. <laughs> I was the but, bride. But it I, wasn't <laughs> that an oil though, no, Jace. It, was, it, was it de- might have been the judge, Listen, but when you came to the real, that's the thing about yeah, the real. Yeah. No, it and was the upper shalom. Listen, we that, recognize you whether you are where you yeah. are because greatness does not be defined by hand hand clap no. or followers. So y'all were in the party because no, we were was, like, yes. There, there was a moment we talked about on the show where it was me, Melissa French, you, Cassie Puff, uh-huh. and it was Man. just so good. And Erica Mena, and just so yeah. good vibe that yeah. like it it even for me it just continues to push me harder mm. because you know you're sitting in pub's backyard and you're like god damn what kind of wonderland is this mm. but it's not even that it's what's in the backyard the right. energy the people and so yeah i just you know i love you and i think we we all do i mean mm-hmm. we talk about you and uh your source of positivity mm-hmm. so what is one thing you would say to the dreamer out there who wants to give up and to the other person who's in it already and isn't as inspired as they should be. Or used to be. Loaded question. I think humbly that we're in a different time. So you have to recognize the time that you're in and the time that you're called to make art or drop a record. You know, the timing is just as important uh, to your process. So we are in a space where there's a lot of the same thing, you know, So you have to understand what is unique about you and you have to make a choice very early because what's unique about you will be the very thing that defines you and because it intimidates the rest of the people that are walking around as versions and a little bit in the dark, you're not going to maybe make it as quickly as you think you should. I think the new artists need to understand quick doesn't mean good. Mm. you know, Or or forever. yeah. Yeah. I mean... You got to just be honest with yourself. You you know, you're not doing the work. It's so easy to fix a photograph, you know, post this, create this world. And people are followers. They're weak-minded. So it's like they'll sign up once. But, you know, you can download a record. You can't download an experience. Mm-hmm. You'll get them in there once. But if you aren't something, you won't keep them. And that's why I, I'm about downloading an experience, you know, for my artists. That's deep. You talk about the Monster Bar, you talk about Nikki, you talk about Puff, you talk about the artists that I've worked with and collaborated with. It's for them. It's their way. It's not like the same lights that could go with his show and the same kickoff and the same five people getting the same. Nah. Be brave enough to create an original experience, you know, and commit to it and do the work that's required. Because like French. Frenchie's so great. He's one of my clients. We did BET. Frenchie will be in his position on the spot with the kids from Uganda. You watch him walk in that rehearsal. Those kids run to him. I mean, the purpose behind that is on another level. But Jungle Rules is just, you know, Frenchie, shout out, power to the people. No, I was going to say, I was going to say, now that you're working with French and we see the creative part of French, because before you see him, you know, I mean, he has a hot single or he's on somebody's single, but now you see it. Um, What's next? Ooh, you'd have to kill me. 
But the beautiful thing about French is that's the whole conversation. Yeah. Is what's next? That's good. The point is there's a next because mm. he did the work. Mm -hmm. You know, we've been working. The first time I met French. I mean, y'all were on Live and Kelly. I saw I that know. up in uh, Canada. And we did good. Yeah, I saw that. And we're doing the Teen Choice Awards this Sunday. Nice. It's going to be epic. Uh, but, you know, French and I met in Puffy's New York apartment. And Puff brought me there to vet him out. He just signed him. And I was throwing all sorts of darts at French. Like, yeah. <laughs> Do you know that I brought Big down from a birdcage in the sky? <laughs> uh, Do you know that I slid through little Kim's legs? <laughs> Do you know that I put Nas and Puff? Do you know this? Do you know that? I'm right. like testing him on everything I've done, right? Do you know I did Missy's I Can't Stand the Rain? Like, did you ask you... him if he watched Can't Stop, Won't Stop? No, because this is the beginning, but your beatdown is still real. I will have it done today. <laughs> but the point is, French took everything to heart. Most people would think I'm weird or like, that bitch is crazy, you know, without understanding. French was just like, I understand, and I'm hungry, and I get it. Well, you can tell because he's putting in the work now. Mm. I, I mean, saw him. He's I saw been putting in the work. Is the lie. point? When I saw him at Puffs, I said, "What diet are you doing? Because you have slimmed the fuck down." Ramadan. He said Ramadan. Yeah. I'm like, is that really a diet? He just didn't stop eating everything. He no, he good. was fasting. You start yeah. eating after the sun goes down. And then for Puff like started doing the Ramadan diet. <laughs> he needs to right now. He's in Italy. I'm like, honey, come on back. He's on that boat. <laughs> I'm just saying. He living. He He's looks like living. Puff Puff. Okay, well, listen, we got to go. But thank you for coming on the show. Yes. And don't I be a stranger. You. This I won't. Was, much to this do. is probably one of my favorite interviews. Now yeah. I can leave, I leave oh. feeling like we had a good yes. because you can feel when it's going to impact somebody. Like you can feel when somebody's going to watch and go, "Damn, I got to take notes." There's just so much about her that there's just such Canadianism going on right Don't now. Don't try to shoot us all the way. No, to no, us. no, I'm not. I'm not. But it's just like when <laughs> I'm when I'm around Canadian. another Canadian, there's just some. It, it's just there's something. Oh, girl, I no, always hated. I always hated our national love. anthem. It's so nice. Well, all our sons come you, you don't know it, right. you I know, I do know it, and okay. I don't want to sing no, it. because I'm just, with oh. you. Because yeah. I've always been a fan of yours. I've just, we've, we, the yeah. fact that you guys are judging. But yeah, it's a Toronto thing. It's a Canadian thing. Total love. And then you're a Cancer. I'm a Scorpio. The water oh, thing. Yeah. Like, it's just, we're, we're, we're flowing, man. We're flowing. I got yes. you. Whatever yeah, you need. That, I, okay. I love you. Yes. Thank Total you so love. much. Lorianne Gibson. Well, listen, we're running out of the studio. I'm so glad you're up here. This is amazing. You just let him in. We don't, ah, we, don't, we don't want it the is. four members of the jail army to go crazy. We're not shading him. We are congratulating you for hey, making man. it through the door. Through she, if she still follows me on Instagram, she sees the work that I'm doing. Yes, I'm awesome. so proud. I but you've you. always been that. Thank you, Quinn. All right. All right well, we're out of here. Thank okay, you. Okay, good. Right. Love oh, you guys. Oh, <laughs>